you know what? I was all in last night and I came in. It was uh, the most depressing million dollar win of my life, but I like winning. So I'm happy to be here. Never seen a guy uh, more depressed to win 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, he was so <laughs> That's why you guys love me, though. To win 1.1 1. 1 that I almost got depressed watching him win it, which never happens for me. My energy is usually very, very high. Uh, we need make to sure you like, comment, share, do <laughs> it. Tell subscribe, them. ring the bell, ring the bell. You guys been doing a great job of that. We're uh, over tell 12, the people 000. how we feel about those views last week on the YouTube. We, we appreciate I that. I think we almost hit 40,000 views, which is, uh, I would say, pretty crazy. So let's get to, let's get over the 40K hump on this episode. We want over 40,000 this week. Let's go. All right. Uh, we're going to start with college football. Um, we're going to make this as easy as possible. Um, okay. Oregon State, eight and three. They got DJ Ugalele, who I hate. I think he's absolute <laughs> trash. Um, and I watched him play against Washington, and it made, it made me even feel better about how bad he is. But he is facing Oregon, and if I have an Alabama future, which I, I know a lot of you saw the parlay I posted today, I kind of need Oregon to go down. So I'm kind of rooting for Oregon State here, but I don't have a lean. The line is 13 and a half. What do you like? What do you think? Oh, man. I got to tell you. I wanted to throw this game in there because we're going to get into it uh, with the rankings, but you do need Bama, I as need we've Bama. seen. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. But Oregon comes into this game sixth. They're right on the cusp. Uh, they probably feel great right now heading into this game. Yeah. Now that Florida State has dropped down to five they, out of the they final four. They feel like Jesus right now. Yeah, they feel good. I'll tell you this. FSU season, my opinion, I'm just talking from a committee perspective. They don't want to put a team in that's got a, their best quarterback and no good backup. They don't want to put them in. I know, and I agree. Period. And we're going to talk about that, though, because I have a strong I have a strong kind of opinion feeling about that, mm -hmm. and I do agree with you in a sense, but there is something I'm looking for, forward to to see what that team does in terms of a team standpoint. I think it's really, really hard. Talk to me. To, to, to look 50, you know, something guys in the eyes and say, hey, you played your hearts out this year. You haven't lost a game. You're out. Your QB went down. Because he went down, we're not going to get the ratings we deserve. That's and you're how, out. But that's how it works. I know. It's just, it's it's really, Buddy, really demoralizing. That's how our country works. It might not make you happy, but that's how it works. It does. It's just me as a coach. It's hard Football's to look kids in the eye sport. and tell them you're done. If you lose your best player, you don't deserve to be in the top four. And I'm sorry to FSU fans. I think you had an incredible year. I do think your conference is weak as shit. No offense. It um, is. It is. So I do think that you've had a little bit of a you know cakewalk. But whatever. Who am I to judge? Uh, talking about cakewalks, I'll tell you one that's not going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> Ohio State versus Michigan. What an absolute bloodbath this is going to be. Uh, it's at Michigan, so the line is three and a half. Uh, you get three points for being the uh, home team. So essentially they're saying Michigan is a half-point favorite. If they played anything like they did last week. They're done. They're going to get beat the fuck out of. Yes. But I don't believe in Kyle McCord as a quarterback on Ohio State. Okay. I am so happy you said that. Go ahead. Going into the big house, over 100,000. Uh, Big Ten is on the line here. Forget about the Big Ten championship. This is typically the Big Ten championship. You're looking at it. The team that wins this game will go on to win the Big Ten and then claim their claim their mark in the top four. The thing is, though, I do not believe this in this like guy. This is like the Big Ten championship. It is. Yeah. I do not believe in this guy, McCord, either. As a as a major they, Ohio they State fan. Notre Dame. They escaped Notre Dame. Notre Dame was was riding high at that moment in the season. What I could say is 
I know for a fact the Ohio State receiving core is legit. Yes. As can be. Those guys are going to be hungry, looking to eat. If Michigan can effectively run the ball like they have the last two years in this matchup, which they've pounded OSU. And I will tell you that last week, Michigan let people run on them. So here, real quick, though, I'll tell you this. You ready? I'm going to give you something interesting. What motivation it would be if you're the coach of Ohio State, you get to walk in the locker room and say, guys, that reason why we lost is they were stealing our signs. These guys have been scamming us. You're better. Show them you're better. Like it's like a Rocky when the <laughs> when the, the the Russians say like they say lay the what? like they lay the law down. Remember, <laughs> How do they do it? Remember he was facing yeah, but do uh, it again. He was facing Apollo Creed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> look at this Rocky Four. It's Apollo. <laughs> it was a two. Anyways, long story short, the Russian manager or whatever the corner guy he goes like finish him in Russian. Finish him. Something crazy. And, <laughs> yeah. And he lays down the hand and then he kills. Now Apollo I know Creed. which part you're talking about. The first impression, you had to get me going a little here, bit. Rocky's holding the towel. Like, should I throw it? Should I throw the towel? Should I throw the towel? Should I throw the towel? Right. But anyways, long story short, as a player, if I'm on Ohio State, I have the most motivation in the world. The reason why you beat me is because you cheated. Which brings me to my next question. Go ahead. How will this game affect Not at all. Jim Harbaugh's legacy career? I saw that question you wrote out. Zero. Why? Well, I there is a there is a thing here where you could say, well, if Michigan gets their ass kicked, they're like, well, he cheated. That's why he was able to beat them. Right. Okay. Now, what but, about this devil's and, advocate? Go ahead. I'm listening. What if the backup coach from Michigan goes in there and gives fucking OSU an absolute throttling? Uh, that means Jim isn't a great coach, and he coached his staff to be very talented. Okay. That, that's how I, I like that. That's how I would see that. But I have to say, I think if OSU comes out uh-huh. and they pound on Michigan, okay, like throwing the ball all over them, doing it whatever they want, stopping the run as you mentioned, you you do think is is a possibility. Yes. Jim Harbaugh had he his back is in a position where, like you said, the OSU coach, the OSU team, the OSU fans, and the rest of the Big Ten is gonna say, Hey, you played a team the caliber in which you're recruiting, a team that you've been consistently playing each year, pound for pound, last game of the season. Yeah. And this year of all years, the year you get caught is the year you were unable to get it done. Because I get look, your mindset there. In the years prior, though, they have destroyed Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. I lost a lot of money last year because of that game. They have destroyed them. Openly, I was laying in bed watching the game because on Saturdays, I like to lay in bed, watch college game day. I already did most of my research the night before. I just sit back, relax, and live wager. I took Ohio State plus this, plus that, plus this. I got bent over. (laughs) I was was in shambles in bed. Um, I woke up, went to the gym, did cardio, and uh, called it a day. But, um, okay. Let's get over to our next topic. The top 10 has shifted slightly. We already kind of discussed it. It was about FSU moving down Yep. and Washington moving up. Correct. I, I do agree with the move up. Uh, Washington went into Oregon State and won. I agree with the move up as well. They deserve to be moved up. They played a better schedule. They played more tough opponents. They deserve to be moved up. Um, the biggest, to me, issue that the CFP is going to face is if Alabama and Texas both went out you're going to have to make a decision here about Alabama's the best team remaining. We know that. But they got beat by Texas. But they got beat by Texas at home. But they look better than Texas now. 
Correct. So it's an it's an ultimate it's the ultimate issue, and it's going to come down to honestly. I know that they don't say they coin flip. I think these guys are going to have to go into a corner, and they're going to have to coin flip. Now, you ready for this? What? Texas is most likely. We never want to you know shoe in a team, but they're most likely to win the Big Twelve, right? Yeah, they'd have to face what Oklahoma, right? Okay. Now, if Bama beats Georgia, yeah. That's going to shoot them right up. That's going to take Texas right out of the equation. Texas will be out of the equation in terms of that significant value of getting beat by Texas at home or not. Early in the season. If they beat the dogs. The thing is, is Georgia's kind of in a weird spot here, I think. Because if they lose, they need to lose very, very, very close. Yes. You don't want to get, if Georgia gets their ass beat, like by 20 plus the CFP can make a case that Georgia doesn't look good and possibly say, I don't know, maybe we can't put them in. But I guess in the same token, they're like, well, we can't kick out an 11, a 12 and 0 or whatever. 12 and 0. That's what I like so, about this year is there are so many undefeated. Listen, you know what they want to do right now? They got to say, hey, I know next year we're talking about doing eight teams. We changed our <laughs> mind. We're going to do eight now. They do. We're gonna do eight right now, and fuck it. We're gonna do uh, Alabama versus Georgia for the first uh, for the first game, and uh, good luck to everybody else. It's funny you mention that because when you look at these rankings, here, let me just fastly go through them: one Georgia, two Ohio State, three Michigan. Well, no, let's do this. Four Washington. Anthony, let's do this right now. If you were to take one versus eight, it's Georgia versus Bama. If you were to take two versus seven, it's Ohio State versus Texas. Dude, this is the Michigan best year. versus Oregon, Washington versus Florida State. This would be an epic weekend. We would be in love with that weekend. This would be top. This me. would be the top. Eight I would season. tell my wife I'd fly her to Florida with the kids. I'd say go on vacation, go to Disneyland because I'm watching games for the next 14 <sighs> hours. Don't talk to me. Wow. And then, honestly, in my perfect world, they'd bu- they bump Florida State right out of here and throw my team from Louisville right in that top eight. Ooh, would I be so excited. Louisville is a seven-point favorite this week against Kentucky. It's going to be an interesting game because I can promise you Kentucky's not bad. All right, time for us to talk about the NFL. Tom Brady, he said openly, are you ready? Are you ready for me to talk about this? Sure. The NFL is watered down. It's not physical, and it's not good. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. The NFL is watered down. It's not physical. It's not what it used to be. Guys are not allowed to play defense the way they used to play defense. And most importantly, my guy Tom went straight live and said, you know what those offensive players need to do? What? They need to start learning how to protect themselves. Fuck them. I, so I do think that there's an art to oh, when you're playing when you're playing somebody, you have to know how to do, play against them. And I wish that they would kind of how do I put this I wish that they would have players should have a little bit of fear it's part of the game it is like I'm gonna get hit I can't make that catch that's what made Julian Edelman so great that's what made Wes Welker so great that's what made like all these slot receivers that Tom Brady's talking about the physicality yeah like he would throw the ball these guys would get four concussions a year and I get it we're trying to uh, prevent concussions but if we're if we're gonna try and prevent concussions we gotta ban the tush push it is like a ramming into the other. I'm just saying. Heads it's, ramming. It's just, it's constant bang, bang. There is There are many, many instances in a game in which players can take the, I'm not even going to call it the easy way out. I'm going to call it the smart way out, to your point. Fair. Where they can go down, get tapped down, um, 
or you know they could duck out of bounds not trying to get one extra yard. But hey, as a former football player, I do realize there are some guys that just possess that grit. Yep. They just want to feel. I can promise you, anytime I played a sport, I was okay getting my ass beat. Right. I was like, I'm gonna run into you. I know I'm gonna hurt, but I'm gonna get back up, and you're gonna be like, I just drilled that dude. Yes, and that's and that's what makes some players. I would take charges in basketball against guys that were six eight. I didn't care. And that's what makes some players. Some players feed off that physical edge, and they perform better. And you can't see it on camera, but there's a scar on my middle finger right here, right there. <laughs> I took two helmets. They crushed me. Three guys, two helmets though, crushed my hand. Football. Oh, the worst. Year. You'll break all your fingers Bro, that way. I had a sock and bopper on my hand for two weeks. They had to cut. They had to cut it there. The let so- all the blood out. <laughs> he had the sock and bopper on. Yeah. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. They're saying though, we're gonna go move on to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is. Way ahead of protocol? That's what he said. He went on Pat Mac's show. He said, I'm way ahead of protocol. I'm jogging on zero obviously, gravity. He said, I'm obviously way ahead of protocol and that December is the desired return. Listen, but I'm going to tell you Can I ask you something, though? Go ahead. We got Tim Boyle playing fucking QB All until December. So are we are we really going to rush this thing? I truthfully think we're, we're wasting our time. Even if he came back, the offensive line isn't good enough for him to perform at the level he needs to perform. Um, I think to me, I get the NFL wants him back. It's a great story. It's a good, it's good for the NFL, but Hey, cause what rest up for next year? Hey, uh, what do you make of him kind of throwing a shot though? A little bit, just a small subliminal Aaron Rodgers type shot. Okay. Saying that, you know, there's a lot more guys to blame than Zach. And, you know, I almost feel like I let Zach down because I got hurt and this was supposed to be his learning season. Okay. And so real quick though, real quick. Yeah, Sure. That's Aaron just being a good guy. It, and I it, know people aren't used to that. It does sound good. But it sounds like this kid looked at Aaron and said, I need help. Aaron's like, I'm going to help you. And and I think Aaron was like, you know what? I don't care what happened before I got here. I'm going to teach you everything I know. I'm going to help you become great. And then when I'm gone, I want you to take over this team and be great. Can you do that? And the kid said yes. And Aaron was like, hey, what a cool kid to look at me, put his ego aside, and let me coach him. So do you think he's the sole reason the Jets are in the position they're in right this minute? Absolutely. His play. I hate their play calling. Okay, good. Okay. I'm so glad you mentioned that. When he was at BYU, he was not a pocket passer. He would roll left. He would roll right. He would run. He would do quick passes. They got this guy dropping into a seven-yard drop, so a three-step drop, seven yards back, and it's not normal for him. He can't handle that. It's not normal. But the other thing is, defensively, the Jets have struggled this year to stop the run. Yeah. And, again, to your point, a guy that you know that I despise, Nathaniel Hackett. I I requested he get fired last year. This year, he got his job because Aaron Rodgers brought him back in because that's his guy. This guy is not good. Well, I don't know when teams are going to realize it. Get him out of there calling plays. Sooner or later, he should not be calling plays. His production offensively for two years in a you, row the Jets, is bad. The Jets offense looks like the Denver offense last year. Yes, it's horrible. Terrible. Horrible. So anyways, we're going to get on to key injuries for huge teams in the NFL right now. Um, I'm going to go through the ones that bother me the most. Deshaun Watson's out for the rest of the year. Correct. Breaks my heart. Breaks my it's heart. It's no secret I was on the I was on the Browns wagon. I bet them a lot. I like them. I think they're a good team. I do still think if Dorian Thompson Robinson can get some coaching, he could be okay. 
The defense will get them there. The defense will get them in a position, but they're going to need to score 24 to win. The question is, can he, can he do it? Can he score 24? Well, you've seen this past week. The defense is on both teams. That was an absolute <laughs> old-school 1990s football game. This is me. We're dead. <laughs> We're dead. They can't move the ball. Kenny Pickett's a cuck. He's going to be able to move it, look like a hero, keep his starting job. I First off, Kenny Pickett cards, if you're into the sports card market, Kenny Pickett cards, preseason. People were masturbating on camera <laughs> to buy Kenny Pickett cards. All I could say is, on camera, guys, do not do that to yourself ever again. Sell those cards now because he's about to not be worth a damn dollar. Um, another big injury, Mark Andrews, they're saying out for the year, possibly not, but possibly out. If he's out, it's a big deal, but I do think that Lamar Jackson is good enough to like handle it and make adjustments and be fine. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ravens, to me, are a team that showcase truly what it is to have a really good scheme going into each week and a really good coaching staff because what the Ravens have been able to do thus far, they've been able to overcome a Joshua... Uh, um, uh, a Joshua... Um, I was going to say Joshua Dobbs. They've over they have been able to overcome their starting running back tearing his ACL. Tearing his ACL. Literally. They have been able now to overcome they they won a gritty game in which they did knock Joe Burrow out, but they've overcome Mark Andrews getting hurt and they are going to continue to move forward, I believe without him to your point. We'll get into that in a little bit. I'll go through those odds to win the Super Bowl thus far, but that team has persevered. I agree with that. Um, here's some fun stuff to talk about. Playoffs, playoff, playoff odds for the AFC. The Bills are to make the playoffs are plus 160. The Broncos to make the playoffs are plus 270. Texans minus 185. Colts plus 180. Steelers minus 135. That's crazy. I know the AFC is <laughs> kind of down. Um, again, I think Kenny Pickett is poverty. Um, How about the Colts at plus 180? The Colts have come out now today and said that they are only focused on making the playoffs, that they are taking the right steps moving forward, and that they Minshew's think they can. good. He's fine. He's not bad. Buddy, listen. Minshew in the game, you can win. <laughs> Period. He's a gunslinger. He has no ego. He's, He's got a great old line in front of him. Yeah, I actually, I don't hate the Colts, but I'll tell you this. I think a nice little long shot for people to get on board with is the Broncos to make the playoffs. And I'm not going to lie, Broncos plus 100 to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's going to happen because I don't like their run stop, but it's great value. If they if they continue to get this offense churning the way that I'm watching it start to churn, I know in the beginning of the game, last game, they settled, or not in the beginning, through the game, they settled for four field goals. Or was it five? Four or five, whatever. It don't matter, that's short, a lot. That's a lot of field goals. They didn't. They couldn't close the door on a touchdown. Their red zone offense is bad. But they scored when it mattered. You know what the Broncos do, though? What? They commit so many penalties. Yeah. They start from behind or end up behind False in start, so many drives. Illegal hands in the face, pass interference. They do it all. I, they do throw a lot to the sides, like these like these screens. I can't stand it. One yard away into the flat. Okay, get three yards. <laughs> okay, loss of five. We're going to go second and 13 here. Uh, okay. They also vacate a lot of guys and then throw the swing pass. It's yeah. a Russell Wilson special. But, brother, how about the Bills on this list? Plus 160. This was a team that was like second or third minus, to be in the I think Super Bowl. Were, I think they were minus 300 to make the playoffs before the season started. Well, I'll tell you this. My favorite thing here is probably Broncos, like value-wise, Broncos to make the playoffs. I'll tell you this. For the NFC, my favorite by far, no doubt about it, I think you could almost book it. 
is Saints to make the playoffs at minus 185. So the Saints, so in the NFC South, they've eliminated Carolina. Forget about them. They're Mortadella. So then you've got the Falcons plus 200. They're Mortadella. Huh? You've got the Saints minus 185. And you've got the Bucks plus 155. So that is really going to tighten up as the season uh, develops near the end. The Bucks Baker Mayfield me, plus one fifty five to take the Bucks to the playoffs behind that. Can D. I can I give you a little funny fact? Give me a little funny fact. I can't even say it's a funny fact. It's how I feel about it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers remind me of the Bears when they had like Elshon Jeffrey or Brandon Marshall. Like they're like they can come out there and win today. Probably not though. <laughs> like they can win anywhere, but probably not today. Or they could, you know, rattle off games and win and people get really high on them and, and then, then lose they'll just bunch. absolutely come out and look like dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. That could happen as well. I'm gonna let you head you this. You know me, I jerk to the Falcons plus two hundred though. You know how much I spend. I hate the Falcons. the Falcons. I hate Desmond Ritter. He's back to being the starter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Desmond Ritter's back in the game. The guy's a bum. <laughs> guy's a bum. I wouldn't let him sell cars at the car dealership. He hates Ritter. He couldn't close the deal. He hates Eugenio. <laughs> oh, listen. See, look at me. I had I had the Rams plus ten, oh. but seeing the Rams lose the game straight out, this is me. <laughs> I will tell you, I don't want him to be hurt. It's uh, never look at me. I don't want Geno Smith to be hurt. Hey, it's never good to see a guy get hurt. But when you got ten and the team's up nine the whole game, and they bring Ju hey Drew Locke looked like look you ever me. go to a wedding when they hand out hors d'oeuvres. That's how he was handing the Drew, Drew Lock he was handing in. the ball to the other team. Look at me, Drew Lock came in. I went upstairs and went to the bathroom because I wasn't worried about them scoring. Um, all right, so Mahomes is he out of help? I want to know if he's out of help. He's got guys like Kadarius Tony. Do you know the meme? Uh, I forget what superhero Marquez. It is. They can't catch. What's the superhero meme where he's laying in bed staring at a photo? Yeah, the Wolverine meme where he's staring at a picture. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Mahomes staring at Tyreek Hill yesterday. <laughs> Literally, I miss you, buddy. Because the look at me, Mel, Valdez Scantling. The fact that he did not keep the other hand on the ball is mind blowing. Like you went to brace yourself with your other hand. Hey, bro, turn your body. You're losing the ball this way. You can literally turn your body. You can turn your body. Like all you do is take your other shoulder, move it. You're 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 in there. Just turn your body, and it's gonna land on top of you. He left his feet too early. Yeah. If you watch that play time and time again, he leaves his feet early. He gets his body in a position where it's almost out in front of the ball, but not quite. And then he kind of gator hands it, mm -hmm. drops it. Then we see Kelsey. This is why I asked you this question. Then we see Kelsey drop a critical pass. Kelsey's eyes yesterday looked like he didn't want to be there. He had a deer in headlights look on his face last night. He if, really did. I don't know if he got roughed up early in that game, but I, I actually agree with you. I, I think... I personally think he might have been fighting with his ex. I, I got news for you. It's the wrong I said time didn't even to correct be... me. I was trying to spark some debate. Um, no. Oh, oh, the ex. Yeah, it's not an ex. Oh, but I here. thought you maybe he was fighting with Taylor. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The ex. So I got to tell you, some of the some of the some of the posts she's putting up on IG, he might be fighting with her. That ass is juicy, boy. Anyways. Let's get into uh, Super Bowl odds. I want to talk to you about these I'm not, Super Bowl odds. I'm not going to talk about all of them, but I'll tell you this. No, I want you to give me okay. your... Okay, here. 
Let's do it this way. The Eagles and the Chiefs after last night are both plus 450, the favorites to make it there. My okay? professional opinion right now, yep. the Super Bowl matchup yeah. would be Ravens versus Cowboys. If the Ravens played the Cowboys, I'd be the happiest Super Bowl viewer on planet Earth. I personally would be in the worst position of my betting life. But I could bet the two right now to match up, and it pays 28 to 1. I'm considering it. I'm considering it. Dallas Cowboys are, they have been forgotten about so quickly. They are absolutely pounding on teams. The only thing that anyone on television has to say bad about the Cowboys right now is that they have the worst schedule uh, ranking in the NFL. That's every guy and their mother is leaning on that narrative alone, refusing to look at the way that the Cowboys, first of all, have scored the most points they have ever scored this season with Mike McCarthy calling plays. Stop the McCarthy hate. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone. And Dan Quinn is a Super Bowl defensive coordinator, has been to the Super Bowl coaching D twice. I don't like the Niners. Three times, Because they lost, uh, what's his name, Hufunga? Hufanga, yes. Yeah, and he's a, he's, he's a big defender. A phenomenal player. That's a big deal. An, a, a, such a hybrid, versatile player. It's a big loss. I think when the playoffs come, Brock Purdy will get um, kind of exposed there. I just do. Uh, Kansas City, I don't think Kansas... I've been saying it all year. I think Kansas City's great, but I don't think they make, they win at all. Uh, the Eagles will be a tough out, but I think the Cowboys can knock them down. Uh, the Dolphins at plus 900, interesting, but I don't believe in two. Uh, How many people do you think... I think the most bet future, if I'm looking at this list right now, okay. value-wise, the most bet, I'm not saying my favorite. Lions. 100%. People masturbate to the Lions. Plus 1,300. Yeah, people people really jerk to teams, though, that haven't been good for a decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now it's like, They're oh, there. They're there. They're plus 1,300. The Lions barely beat the Bears last week. Oh, so, they looked yeah. horrible. Uh, Which right. I told you guys would happen. They couldn't run the ball, and they got in trouble. Before we get into lines, I'm, I, before we get into lines, that person just ran over a curb. They just, <laughs> I just watched them run over a curb, and now they see me looking at them run over a curb. That was, um, I, I don't. I feel bad for whoever that is. They might have just ruined their car. They may have. They're going. They're at that one pace you go after, you do ruin the car. Yeah, they should probably get out of the car and take a look. He's going pretty slow. It's dark out. He probably doesn't want to get out, and he can't see anything. But yeah. he's going to be in big trouble. Uh, when he gets home, that he's going to be missing a bumper. Watching, yeah, that was wild. Um, okay, your cousin mm -hmm. hit some friends up. Okay. okay. And uh, I'm not going to give names of friends. Because uh, this is undercover little uh, research. Okay. I did a little F1 research for you guys, okay? So here's where we go. F1 research. I'm going to rattle through this. Anthony, you can poke me at the end. I'm going to do this kind of as a clip out so we can put it on social media. But here's what we got. F1 weekend at the win in Las Vegas to get a stage table was a $100,000 minimum. There was one guy who spent $590,000 on Saturday night. Baller. If you said, hey, listen, I want to be on the dance floor. I don't want to be on the stage. I want to be in the mix. Fifty dollars to $60,000 minimum. And he said everybody was spending six figures. Baller. If you said, hey, listen, I, I've got a little bit of a budget. I'm cool being on the back wall. I'm paying money. I'm a baller, but I don't want to spend like that. $30,000. And if you said, listen, I don't even want to be in the club. I just want to be able to hear the music. I want to go out by the pool area by the wind <laughs> where they play blackjack and everything, and it's where all the rejects go. 
$20,000 a table. On top of that, if you said, you know what? I don't even want a table. I just want to take pictures and act like I'm flexing. You paid $500 to walk in the door. 500 cover. To cover to walk in the door. Wow. They're telling me servers made a record amount at the clubs all over. Not only did they make a record amount, they said that they made three months worth of work. <laughs> Eighth largest sporting event in America history. Outside security companies were allowed inside because there was high net worth individuals. They estimated $4 trillion of net worth was in Las Vegas for F1 weekend. $4 trillion. If you don't know what trillion is, do a little research. It's with a T. The last thing I'm going to cover. This, uh, the last thing I want to cover. Vegas locals were trying to force media to say how bad it was so they didn't come back. It was packed. I'm going to have a video of it. I'm going to get it posted on social. You guys can look at it. Standing room everywhere. The only time the casinos were empty is when racing was happening. So, guys, I got to say, it was a huge weekend. Giant. It was a huge weekend. Yeah. It was giant. That's what the F1 does. The F1 will bring in the big baller clientele, yeah. uh, as you mentioned. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, nobody, and I mean nobody, was happier than those broads carrying bottles this weekend. Oh, my God. They, they hit the tripler on all you big ballers. Uh, they couldn't wait for you guys to wine and dine and show up there driving fancy cars. They buddy, absolutely crushed it. Buddy, that's insane. Great weekend. Good for them. Good um, for them. You know, God bless. We want to do a little F1 coverage. I got you that info. Um, okay, so we're going to go through the games now. We're going to give you our leans. We're going to give you what we like. We're going to give you what we don't like. Uh, stay locked in. Let's have some fun. And I have Tennessee, and they're down seven all of a sudden. Um, if they're just going to let Zach Eady just get away with murder, we're dead. It's all right. We got to work, work inside, outside. Skill players are weak on Purdue. Big men are solid. Let's get into this, Cuzzy. Packers at the Lions. Lions minus seven and a half. My lean in this game. Home. My lean in this game is adjusted line to ten. Oh, look like, at my guy with the I adjusted. Like, I know. I just I was looking at this game, and I really think the Packers can cover here. This is a ginormous game for them, and it's. I always say these early Thanksgiving Day games a little goofy. I'll tell you, this game is huge for the Packers in this sense. Uh, if you're thinking about the NFC odds to make the playoffs we talked about earlier, Packers, yeah, they're not out of it. They're sitting at plus 290. You and I both know they can make it. Yeah, I, I just think uh, plus 10 on an alternate line is a really safe place to be. The next line I'm going to talk about, oh, what do you like? Sorry. I am not betting that game. You're not touching it? No, not a seven and a half point spread uh, in a divisional game, a Packers must win game. A Lions look like shit last week. I'm going to stay away from that game. All right. Next game is Commanders at Cowboys. My professional opinion this should be a very high scoring game. Sam Howell is very good. I would lean on the Commanders on a live bet when they go down, which means you should be able to get plus 14. Because the line is eleven. Commanders coming off a, a crazy, crazy loss. Loss. And I and I and I get it. And it is a big loss. And I'm not discounting how big of a loss it was. Right. I'm I'm not at all. I'm just all I'm trying to say is I lean commanders here. Okay. Commanders on the road. You're taking them plus eleven, you like? It's a lean. I'm a not, lean. Lean it's plus a lean. eleven. I kinda think I'm gonna take it live. I think it's a better bet. I hope the commanders play the way you're saying they're going to play because if so, I'm going to take a live on the Cowboys 
less points in this game. I'm looking to catch them just below 10. Interesting. I think they could cover 10. I really do. Okay. But it's a lean at this point, and I'm going to look to get them down a score or down three and see what that moves it to. When, when the commanders traded two of their big defensive linemen. They got I, fucked. They got fucked. Like, But they knew. I, I think they knew like this wasn't the season for them. No. So, 100%. But it will be. Sam Howell's very good. Uh, next game is a game that I have zero feelings on. I'm going to let you take over this one. Go ahead. Thursday night, uh, Thanksgiving primetime, 49ers at the Seahawks divisional game. Uh, is Geno going to be playing? They're saying Geno is probable and will be playing. But okay. they said uh, Kenneth Walker will not be. Okay. Honestly, I like the 49ers in this game. You do? Yep. I wow. do. And you know why? Because I know Seattle plays tough. They bring it every week, and they especially bring it against the Niners. I can't bet this game. But can I tell you this? Yes. You're Geno Smith. You're on the fence right now. You really want Chase Young and Nick Bosa running after you for four quarters? Hell because no. I don't. Because if Geno's not feeling good, Drew Locke comes in the game. But I have no, I have no, feel, I have no. Lean. If Drew Locke comes in the game, forget about it. It'll be a forty-point blowout. But again, I have no feelings on this game. The next one we're going to talk about is Dolphins at the Jets. Guys, I need you to remember this is a divisional game. The whole country is going to be taking the Dolphins. I am going to personally be taking the Jets plus the ten at home, a double-digit road dog. I can't get away from on Black Friday. That's going to be our first Black Friday game in NFL history, I believe. I can't not bet Black Friday plus 10. I can't. I might even sprinkle the money line if I'm feeling juicy and I'm up from Thursday. I might sprinkle the money line if I'm up. Like I mentioned before, the Jets have had major trouble stopping the run. They have not had that much trouble uh, stopping the pass. The Dolphins like to sling it. I could not agree with you more. I am probably going to be on the Jets plus 10 and a half in this game. 10 and a hooker, okay. 10 and a hook Um, Next game, I'm letting you know right now, it's one of my favorite games of the week. I like the Saints to beat the Falcons. The line is pretty much a picket. Um, I'm on the Saints. They're 5-5. Five and five. Falcons are 4-6. and six. Falcons need this game bad. I think the Saints put them to sleep, and I think Ritter is out of ATL at the end of the year. Wow. Wow. Does he hate Ritter? Uh, I will say, again, uh, to your point about the last game, I'll tell you, in this game, be very cautious. This is an NFC South matchup. As we mentioned earlier in the show, the NFC South, three out of the four teams are in contention to make the playoffs. Yeah. This game will be a major deciding factor, I would assume, as the Falcons come in plus 200 uh, to make the playoffs. And the Saints, as you mentioned, is your lock at minus 185 Correct. to make the playoffs. So... Correct. Ooh, the game is tough. You're a Falcons fan, buddy. You I can am take a Falcons them. Take them if you I want. don't want to take them. You can take them. I don't want to. I won't I'm be scared. mad at you. I'm scared. Okay, you're scared. I'm scared, pal. All right. The next game we're going to talk about <laughs> I really is... Uh, I'm, not pet, I'm not betting that game. What a weird game this is. I have no feelings for you at all. At all. It's Steelers at Bengals. The line is Steelers minus one. Everyone's going to be taking the Steelers because there's no Joe Burrow. Um, so if, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably take the Bengals, but I'm not going to bet this game. No bet. Jake Browning did not look bad when he came in. Just against so the Ravens. you know, Jake Browning in college was a star. Sl slang the ball around, no problem. He's he. First of all, I'll tell you this: if I see him balling and they're still down, live. I'll take a live bet, no problem, and put it on there. Hundred percent. I'm telling you right now, this guy came in against one of the best defenses in the league. He came in against the best passing defense in the NFL in the Ravens. Honestly, he didn't look scared one bit. I think. 
Uh, the Bengals definitely have potential to win this game. I think a lot of people are going to be on the Steelers knowing that they're up against a backup. But, hey, the Steelers' offense ain't much better, and I actually think the Bengals can produce. Um, I like the Bengals in this one. Okay. Wow. Okay. We're on the same page there. Yep. Uh, Panthers at Titans, I we have to cover every game, right? Mm, we could make an exception on this game. Yeah. Um, no, no comment. I literally have zero feelings. That's going to be a no bet from the boys. Yeah, no bet from the Let's boys. Let's go to the next one. Buccaneers at Colts. This is probably, if you're a football fan, this is probably the game of the week. You have a veteran, older team in the Bucs playing a team that's the Colts with Gardner Minshew. He's got a you know chip on his shoulder, best offensive line, but they've got a good D-line in the Bucs. It's such a weird game. I don't have a lean. I don't have a feeling. But if you were to ask me, pick something. Please, cousin. Please, please, please. I would lean on an over 43. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because I think both quarterbacks will throw downfield. They don't give a fuck. They're ready to throw all the time. I'm going to let you just sit on that one at 43, yeah. over 43. I have. I'm not saying I'm betting. I'm just, no, no. I'm just saying I'm going to let you. That's going to be kind of your synopsis of the game. He stole out of the head. I'm, I'm taking over 43. I got no synopsis for this game. I do not like this game. I think the Bucks are in a must-win position. I know the Colts are as well. The Bucks have a little bit more to lose. Like I said, they're fighting in that NFC South, which is just absolutely dog water. Uh, but they come in this game four and six. I look for the Colts to effectively Try and run the ball. All right. I'm going to give you a very a very passionate pick for my okay. next one. Is this your best pick? This isn't my best. No. Okay. But it's definitely up there. Maybe two or three. Okay. Giants are facing the Patriots at home. Mm -hmm. If Tommy DeVito beats Bill Belichick, yep. I will never bet the Patriots for the rest of the year. Can I cut you off? Sure. So I usually, uh, I like to slice the pursuit thin, and I really do. Is it time? It's 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 about that time, but this week what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna urge you guys to get the the mincer out. I want you to start mincing that prosciutto, turn it into a uh, you know a little like a like a like you know how they top the. It just the, gave Zach Eady the third foul, but yeah, the, I know I, I got caught in. on that. Yeah, that you was know exciting. how they get, you know how they you know how they mince it up and they put it on top of the soup, the bacon. Okay, got it. I like to take the chowder and I like to mince up a little prosciutto this week and I like to mince that up tight and I like to sprinkle that right on top because Bill is bringing fucking heat on my guy Tommy DeVito. Tommy, make sure you wear a rib gauge and make sure you come ready for this game. Don't let your mom make her best meal the night before because you're going to need all the running ability you can get. Blitz, I, blitz, and blitz. I'm taking the I Patriots. Just, yes. Say it. On the ML. I like I like it. I'm on it. I'm with it. We're rarely are him and I aligned. We're aligned right now. I'm letting you know that right we now. We are. Okay, next game is Jaguars at the Texans. What a game. Game of the week, if you ask me. I lean Jaguars here. I think the Texans are they're hot. But I think one guy is not gonna beat the Jaguars. Tank Dell is not gonna, you know, they No. No. That's how I feel. I agree with you. I think the Jaguars win this game. I'm probably not going to bet this game. You and I were on the phone earlier today. As I mentioned, the Texans have shown me that they're so scary because of the fact that they hit big plays. Yeah. CJ Stroud hits Tank Dell for 15 plus yard explosive plays multiple times per game and those are those are the type of plays that just put a drive together out of nowhere. For me, the Jags are a much more talented team. They should win this game, but hey, 
it's a seven and three versus a six and four yeah. divisional game. There's a lot at stake here. Agreed. Um, I'm like I said, Jags for me. That's where I'm at. I like I like the Jags. Okay. Next game, Broncos. Two teams at home. Two teams that I bet all the time. <laughs> yeah, they these are two of your favorites. The Broncos at home in Mile High five and five. They're hosting the Browns seven and three. Browns obviously have a backup in the game. Talk to me. I'm leaning Broncos here. I think they get the win. I don't think it's going to be pretty, but I think they get the W and they continue this push for the playoffs. That's fair. I'm going to tell you this right now. Broncos minus two and a half in this game is going to raise eyebrows for some Browns fans. I expect a lot of Browns fans to think that they're going to go in there and play D against this Broncos team that has struggled offensively a little bit. And um, they don't stop the run. So don't be surprised. They don't stop the Don't run. be surprised that they go over 35 either. That that over under is insane. Insane. That's what I wanted to talk to you most it's about. The wildest, it's the wildest. 35 is over, It's the wildest over under I've, I've seen all week. 35 is crazy. Honestly, if the Broncos, like you said, though, if they Can fail. these bums hit 1-3? No, they can't. They can't hit If anything. the Broncos fail to score touchdowns, if they stall in the red zone and pick those field goals up, yeah. and then you you obviously seen what the Browns did. The Browns gave up 10 mm-hmm. and scored 13 last week. Yeah. It, it could be close. I completely agree. I think that's why the over-under is where it is. Please be cautious of that. I know a lot of people are going to see 35 and get excited. Rams, 4-6 and at the 2-9 and Cardinals. Another divisional game, and the Rams come into this one on the road, minus one. The whole country is going to be on the Rams. The whole country. I I can't bet this game. It's it's another two teams that I like to bet. I think both are good. Um, if If you ask me for a lean, I don't have one. The Rams absolutely crushed themselves from an offensive standpoint against Seattle by penalty setbacks. I mean, you and I were religiously watching that game, part of the parlay. They had second and 15, third and 15 so many times in that game. The Cardinals don't do anything to help themselves out either, though. It was bad. I'm not going to touch this game. It was bad. Um, Okay, next game. Bills at the Eagles. I am taking the Bills plus three and a half. I'm taking the Bills money line. I might even take the Bills on an alternate line, minus six and a half. I don't know. I love the Bills this week. Eagles fans, I'm sorry. Letdown game. He loves the Bills. I'm on the Bills. Wait, I got a question for you now. Chiefs, seven and three. We're talking about that game? You don't want to talk about it? For me, it's just a, it's a boring bet. But, Chiefs, but nine points. You think the Raiders, the way they're playing, they've caught some momentum and I they like, must win. I, I'm a Raiders fan, but I think the Chiefs win. I don't know how much they win by. That's fair. I just don't want any. I don't the Chiefs want, can't lose two in I don't a row. want to look at you and say, take Chiefs money line. It's just not a normal person. Like, anybody no, can Minus come, nine? No. You can watch any fucking show on, on earth and, and somebody can tell <laughs> you. What are that. they? Minus 450? Yeah, I can't tell you to go back. Minus, minus 450. 450. We're Shut not going to do that. Yeah. Um, okay, great game here. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Ravens at Chargers. My prediction is this if Brandon Staley does not win this game on Sunday night, he gets fired. So, my bet is going to be Chargers plus three and a half and Moneyline. I think they win a one-score game and they get the W. I, I'm not saying this is my favorite bet, but that's what I'm going to take. It's up to you. If you want to follow, let me know. But I like the Chargers plus three and a half and Moneyline. So you're you're thinking that the Chargers know Staley is at stake and they're going to play their hearts out. This is like for their team and the season, this is all they have left. Yeah, they have to go five and six here. 
They have to. They have no choice. They have no choice. And they're up against a juggernaut. Yeah. And you know what? They do hang in there on primetime, I will say. They've played some pretty tough games, and they've hung in there on primetime. I think they played the Chiefs this year in primetime. Uh, I forget who else they played, but they usually hang in on primetime. Shout out to Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, I look for him to do his absolute best in this game. But please, if you're listening to this, Kellen Moore, you know how much I fucking hate you and I think you suck at calling plays. I really do. Hand the ball off to Austin Eckler, please, in this game. I agree. If you want a chance to win. All right. The last game we're going to talk about is Bears at the Vikings. And I'm going to let Anthony take over here, but all I'm going to tell everybody, this is my caution to you. <laughs> the whole country is in love with Josh Jobs. I love Josh Jobs. I want to invite him to Thanksgiving. <laughs> but what I will tell you now is, I, 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 am, I am estimating that 95% of the money will be on the Vikings. Proceed with caution. I'm not actually not touching it. I'm going to let you take over. I'm not going to tell you guys that I'm not touching it because for the first time in a long, long time, and I always tell you not to do this, so I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I'm listening. But there is a chance that I take the Bears. What? Plus the three and a half. I can't do that. But I don't know yet. I'll keep you guys tuned in. Uh, that game's not till Monday. But here's my here's my reasoning. You ready? I'm ready. The Vikings had a lot of success against the Broncos the other night for three and a half quarters, right? Yes. Anthony Madison, who was supposed to be a scratch in that game. I'm putting my parlay together for you guys, by the way, right now. He was supposed to be a scratch in that game. He played He played awesome. The Vikings got downhill. They ran the ball. They looked excellent. Josh Dobbs made a lot of plays. Uh, and O'Connell is, he's the best. I love him to death. He is the best. But, Anthony Madison is not going to run the ball on the Bears the way that he did on the Broncos. Uh, I will guarantee you that right this minute. So with that being said, on Monday night, all eyes on Josh Dobbs. I love Josh Dobbs. I'd like to see him tear it up. But at the same time, obviously, I'd like to see my Chicago Bears win. The Bears are going to make Dobbs play to beat them. He is going to have to pass the shit out of the ball to beat the Bears because that run game is going to get stagnant, just as I mentioned with the Lions. Believe it or not, people, the Bears have a top five rushing defense in the NFL with a three and eight record and a team that looks like they can't win. I got to lower this parlay amount because I plugged in all the games that I feel okay about. And it's 260 to one. <laughs> We're not hitting a 260 to 1 on this show. I just don't think it's possible. If we do, I mean, oh, oh, oh. you go crazy, man, but you still call me Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive and well. And you, I'm sorry. Um, all right. You honestly, you will you will turn into Clark Kent when he comes out of the phone booth. You hit a 260 to but, 1 on this but show. But what I can do for you right now. By the way, I just want to let you guys know as he continues to, you know, fiddle with this thing. Uh, he has thrown in alternates quite frequently, and he gets me so excited when he starts playing those alternates. Uh, as I've told him many times, I'm going to tell you guys the same thing. If you're a guy who volume plays like he does, he's risking 20, 30, 40K on a par. You can put some alternates in there and still murder the books. <coughs> it's, it's, it is possible. All right. Talk to me. All right. Here's what we're going to do. He's excited. I've got 110 to 1 to give you for this show. (laughs) 
and and they just hit a three. I'm feeling myself. Woo! All right, guys. Here's your 110 to one. Actually, it's 105 to one. I adjusted a line. Packers plus 14 on an adjusted line. Washington plus 14 on an adjusted line. Saints money line. Patriots money line. Jags money line. Broncos money line. Chiefs money line. Chargers and Bills both plus four. Because I love this par. I absolutely love it. Can I request one thing from you? Sure. Could you just add a little more points to the Chargers and the last one? In Imagine. the last game? Just the last. Just just add a couple more. Okay. I'm going to give uh, the people an 80 to one. They still love it. Okay. So, if, you know what? If we want to do this safe, why don't I do this? Do it a little safer. If I want to do this safe, what we can do, we could take the bills on an adjusted line. Oh, yeah. We could take the bills on an adjusted line. Oh, yeah. We could take them plus seven. Now you're talking. And plus we could, seven and, against and the And Eagles. we could take... And then we could take... Chargers. Chargers. Talk to me, baby. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Give me a little something. Chargers plus seven. That would pay 60 to one if you wanted to do it like that. I love so that. So two choices. I gave you the first. I gave you the second. One's 100. One's 65, 63, whatever. Uh, it's your choice. Stay healthy. Stay smart. And uh, we'll see you. Oh, like you have a best bet. I just gave a lot of picks this week. Yeah, I already told you. I, I'm putting the pursuit right on top of the clam chowder. I'm taking New Patriots. England. Patriots. Money line. DeVito. Protect yourself, cousin. Till next time, we love you. And uh, stay healthy and stay in touch with yourself. Thank you.